Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Episode 225, create a frugal one-page financial plan. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today is part two of our Radical Middle Method series, where we're kind of going through, this is something we're doing in our Frugal Friends Club membership, and we are sharing it with you because we think it's great, and we want you to be able to benefit from it. And if you really dig it, you can join us in the club, and we have a whole video series and workbook on it and other stuff. It's something that feels so attainable. I love it Mm -hmm. when someone just says, oh, it's a (laughs) one-page. It's a one-page report. It's a one-page plan. It's a (laughs) one-page, oh, that's fantastic. That's digestible. Yeah. But also it helps us to know how can we get these things on paper, even for some bigger financial goals that we may have, just a guide. And Mm -hmm. we don't really hear people talking about this in other spaces. And we're really excited to have created a pathway forward for our community that still creates room to breathe and tailor it to yourself. So we really hope that this is helpful for you if you're just kind of like, all right, how do I get all this in order? Yeah. And we know that a lot of people aren't talking about it because we just spent 10 minutes redoing the outline for this episode because the articles about it, they didn't fly. Like we got together and and Jill was like, I don't get it. And I was like, neither do I. So we just did the... we. In the last 10 minutes, we redid this entire outline for you, and we are winging it. And let's see who this episode is brought to you by. Who's Mm. winging it with us? The Spending Symposium Audio Flash Sale. Thank God it's a good one. So prices are still rising, and that's one of the reasons we're sharing the Radical Middle Method here and now. And it's becoming increasingly difficult to plan and stick to a budget. We know it's getting harder and harder. And that's why we held the Spending Symposium last month. We had 20 experts teaching you their tips for spending less and saving better. So while that is over, the full all-access pass is no longer available, we did want to give you one more opportunity to get the MP3 versions of all of our expert interviews from this year's summit. And we're actually going to throw in last year's as well. So that's almost 40 interview mp3s you're going to get that you have never heard on the show i think it's 39 interviews so if you need more help controlling your spending right now check it out we are only offering them for one week so head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash audio to see every session and start listening oh that's exciting mm-hmm. yes so if you need more uh than the what 225 episodes and 40 interviews in the audio flash sale. So here are there there are so many. Here are some good ones to queue up after this episode that really align and go deeper into what we're talking about today. So the first one is episode 192, 
goal setting and strategizing and we kind of tailor it for the new year because that's when the episode released but it's in general just about goal setting and strategizing episode 171 should you focus on paying down debt right now that's a big top still a big topic Mm -hmm. and then episode 146 understanding the stock market and investing with bola sukunbi we have a lot of episodes on investing but this is my favorite one Mm -hmm. about understanding the basics she was awesome. She really helped yeah, break it down her. for me in a real way. Yes. And I love her book is one that I recommend quite frequently, uh, which is Understand the Stock Market, Grow Your Money from Clever Girl Finance. So let's get into our new headlines. But we'll go over kind of what our when we say a one page financial plan, this is what we're talking about. And this we literally made this up because that I couldn't I feel like a one page financial plan is really good. I feel like it's really attainable. When you so there are different ends of the spectrum and we always come back to the to the middle, but when we look at the ends of the spectrum, we either have the advice that says do this, only this. If you do anything any deviation from this, then it's wrong. So you have like the one sentence financial plan, essentially, (laughs) and then all the way over to financial planners who will literally give you a like a three ring binder Mm -hmm. of a financial plan of stuff that you don't really understand and will never execute. And while I love stickers (laughs) and highlighters, uh, no one's going to be able to implement on a three ring binder. Yeah. So so these are the extremes. And so we're like, okay, what's in the middle? What's attainable? And I think one page that you create yourself is super attainable. It's not just listening to what other people are telling you to do, but it's also not planning so intensely and so complexly that it doesn't leave room for deviation because Mm. life changes, people change, relationships uh, grow, and and change does not mean failure. Deviation Mm -hmm. does not mean failure. It it more often than not means growth. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a one-page financial plan will give you room for flexibility, for customization, and also doability, which is what we're very much about. (laughs) <laughs> I love doability mm-hmm. and ease. And and I think we are supposed to review this. This isn't a set it and forget it. This mm-hmm. isn't I wrote something on a piece of paper and it was one page and that felt good and then I forgot about it. This is to be reviewed regularly, if not Absolutely. annually. And so we just want to, again, there's not like a specific article on what is the Frugal Friends one-page financial plan. We go into that a lot within our membership, and we can talk more for those who are interested in that. But we want to give it to our broader audience as well and how it works. So there's not a specific article that's just, here's what it is, and then we're going to use articles to support how we can implement on mm-hmm. that one-page financial plan. So that's kind of ha- going to be the way we move through this episode. Yes. So there are three parts to the one-page financial plan. It's goals, foundations, and then freedom. And so your goals are your short and long-term goals, or even short, mid, long-term, depending on uh, your income and your life plan. Uh, So the time it will take you to reach those goals will kind of dictate whether they're short, mid, or long for you. And then your foundations, your savings, and your debt. So we believe debt is neutral, but you do need to have a plan for paying it back because that's an agreement that you made. So there there needs to be a plan for saving your money and then also for paying your debt back. And then freedom, which is investing, uh, which we do support investing while you're paying off certain types of debt because time in the market is uh, will save you the most money overall when we're talking about buying freedom, because that's essentially what investing is, is buying freedom. And the earlier you invest, the less you have to pay for that freedom and the earlier you get to enjoy it. So those are the three parts. Especially for our lower or medium income earners, this is going to be what's going to set you up the best in the future is time in the market. Absolutely. And even in today's market, 
I'll put that little caveat in there. Mm. We say the same thing knowing that we are in a very different market today than we were even a year ago, even two years ago. Uh, So we still stand by that statement. Mm. So the first article that we are going to get into is about goals. And it's about the short and long-term goals. And it's by, it's from Investopedia. And it is talking about uh, how to set financial goals for your future. How did you feel about this one, Jill? Did you like it better? (laughs) I really liked this better. Again, our (laughs) quick pivot in the last 10 minutes is fantastic. So for me, I think anyone who's listened to us for a while will, I I might sound like a broken record. I love tangible tips. It's something that carries over into the mental health field for me. While there's no quick fix for all of the different circumstances that we may face in life, having some sort of idea of what could I be aimed at or what are some of the tools and resources that would be helpful for me as I aim at well-being. And this article felt like that to me. Of mm-hmm. It's not going to look the same for every person, but it is good and beneficial for all of us to aim at short-term, mid-term, and long-term goals. And I even like that they didn't make that this aloof, mysterious thing. They gave some really great examples of what could fall into each of these categories? For those of us who just aren't quite sure, what does what what would a short-term goal look like? What would a long-term goal look like? What do I need to be having my sights on? And then what are some questions that I can be asking myself? So that felt really great to me. I would recommend this article. So when we talk about a one-page financial plan, I think reviewing an article like this would be really useful to say, if our one-page financial plan begins with goals and we're talking short-term, mid-term, and long-term, well, then here's the things to consider. So this one from Investopedia begins with the short-term goals. And they can include things like setting a budget, uh, at at least looking at the debt, making the goal of reducing debt. I know we get into foundations of maybe the the how-to, but that can be a goal. And starting an emergency fund, maybe if you don't already have one. Uh, And I like how they highlight that having a budget can help you know where you're going. Like you can't know where you're going unless you know where you are right now. I know we've got a (laughs) spectrum of opinions on budgets and that's okay. We can hold the tension between I don't want to ever look at a budget or I I love budgeting and like give me the three ring binder. Uh, We could find ourselves somewhere in the middle, but it is important at least at this stage, when we're doing a one-page financial plan, where are we right now? If we can even look at a budget in that sense, that's going to help us know where we're going. And so again, examples of some short-term goals could be creating that emergency fund, paying off credit card debt, highlighting the credit card debt because that is the highest interest debt most likely that we have back to Jen's point that debt is neutral, but we and and not all debt is created equal. So there could be different tiers of priority within your debt payoff. Absolutely. And again, it will what is short, mid, and long term for you will be customized to you because based on your season in life, how much you earn, your earning potential, where you are, even like when we talked about like creating your dream life, that's what you have to do before you create your financial plan and and create that separate from money. Everyone talks about like their goals in life. And like when I hear someone say their first goal is like uh, financial, I'm like, but why? Why is it? Why do you have that goal? So you have to have your life goals first and Mm -hmm. and have those established. And then Mm -hmm. that really does dictate what is considered short midterm and long term. But these are really good um, gauges on what to expect. I mean, definitely everyone should start with a budget. And that is a goal. Like the budget isn't just to get you to your goal. Actually being able to budget regularly and not essentially stick to a budget perfectly every month, that's not a goal. But to make budgeting a habit, that that's your first goal. And people so quickly skip over that and they skip right to the debt payoff or the savings. And they're like, why can't I meet my goals? It's good. Well, you didn't first establish a budget. That is a goal to be able to create that habit. 
Mm. So I love how they pointed that one out there. And Mm -hmm. then they move on to the midterm goals, um, which is like get life insurance and disability income insurance. So we love term life insurance. Uh, We think it is very essential to a a holistic financial plan and, and not a lot of people have it. But you don't know you need it until you need it. So something like that pay off student loans. So we we move from these higher interest loans um, to the kind of mid-range student loan or, or maybe like a personal loan or stuff like that, stuff that's lower than a credit card, but higher than a mortgage. Uh, right now, if your student loans are still at 0%, <laughs> that's not included in this. But when inevitably they do come back, um, or if you have private student loans, that kind of would be would be the next tier. And then, and then they say, consider your dreams. We already know that you want to consider your dreams first. But I love that they actually put this in a midterm goal because we often view it as a long-term goal is like whatever the dream is, that's the long-term goal, but it is closer. It should be closer to a midterm goal. So breaking, creating your dream life plan and breaking it apart and breaking it apart until you see what's the, what's the step-by-step. How can I not maybe get there all at once, but I can get there in the midterm and then see it fully into completion in the long term, but not necessarily waiting mm-hmm. and for 20 years and, and putting it off that long. And if you listen to our episode about creating your dream life, then you're you're already there. You've already yeah. done this step. But yes, it, it needs to be done at some point and should be a part of your one-page financial plan. And again, permission to revisit and change some of those things. I know some of my goals many of my goals have shifted. The core of who I am hasn't changed that much, but the way that I think that that's going to look does shift. Mm -hmm. But if we've got some financial planning around that, then there's room to shift it. So either way you slice it, paying attention to our finances and making good decisions is going to really help us. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it moves into the long-term financial goals, which is going to be part of that one-page financial plan. And this article highlights, which I, I would agree with, one of the biggest long-term financial goals for most of us is going to be saving enough money to retire. One one common thing that people will recommend is saving 10 to 15% of every paycheck into a tax-advantaged retirement account. This would be your 401ks, 403bs, or traditional IRA, Roth IRA. Of course, if you can save more than that in every paycheck, you're all the better off to be able to do that. But connected to this long-term goal is the need to estimate what your retirement needs might be. There's a lot of different ways to approach that. Of course, none of us can totally for sure know. We don't depending on how far away retirement is for us, that could be that could be a few decades and we don't totally know what life is going to look like in a few decades, which is why I appreciate they say estimate. We are just mm-hmm. estimating. Some of that includes considering what your desired annual living expenses during retirement is going to be, uh, subtracting the income that you will receive. So this would Social Security. I don't know. For those of you who are close to retirement, (laughs) that's there for you. Those of us who are further away, uh, TBD. TBD. And, and estimate how much in retirement assets you need for your desired retirement date and ba- base this on what you currently have and are saving on an annual basis. Um, there's tons of online calculators that can help you figure that out. This episode isn't to totally go into how do we do that. So giving a little bit of the overview of how would we save for long-term goals. Yeah, and we would recommend this this part of the financial plan maybe be like a quarter of the page and really just having like your 10, your five and your one year goal. And we're very, very into having one financial goal at a time, like just focus on one thing at a time. And that is going to get you the fastest results. 
And when we're trying to do things sustainably, doing things efficiently is really important. So having your 10-year goal and then create a five-year goal based on that and then creating a one-year goal based on that and then breaking it down and just working on that one-year goal. And then if you reach it sooner than a year, then you can go on and create another year goal based on that five-year. But we, you can have like a 20-year vision for your life, but when you start getting into goals up to 20 years, that's when you get that big binder like financial plan. And it's not, you're going to change probably in the next five years, even your 10 year goal probably won't be the same. So give yourself flexibility and room for goals to change, but still have that North star um, that's pointing you in the direction of your, your dream life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One that gives you flexibility to change your mind. We don't have that flexibility if we've not created it. Yeah. So the next part of your one-page financial plan is the saving, debt, and investing portion. And so that is broken up. We break it down kind of into foundations and freedom. So your foundations are your savings and your debt, and they are the things that make buying freedom easier. If you do the foundations right, then it becomes easier to purchase your freedom. And there is no one right way to do the foundations right, the right way for you is to make it as easy for you to buy your freedom in the future. But you still need to plan, obviously, to save, to become a saver, to save for short-term expenses, and to pay off your debt because it is an agreement you signed that you would pay it back. So it's not something that you can't ignore unless, you know, Maybe there's some student loan forgiveness, which, you know, which would be great. But let's let's focus on our the, our entirety of our debt, too. Mm-hmm. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. So our next article then is going over how to balance saving, investing, and paying off debt. And while balancing is probably my least favorite word because balancing is stressful, um, Mm -hmm. and I don't think money has to be stressful, the article does, I think, provide some good questions to ask. What do you think, Jill? 
Yeah, I'm just stuck on the balancing word and can't get the balance beam (laughs) out of my mind. I don't know why our society is is so obsessed with balance when if you've ever been on a balance beam, it's impossible and stressful and usually ends in pain. So agreed. The radical middle is the better place. The picture in the article is this woman who has like four (laughs) hula hula hoops. She has two hula hoops on each arm and she's just she's swinging them around like they're balancing and she is just smiling and laughing like she's having the best time. And me, I would be over here with four hula hoops like, ah, what do I do with all this? I'd rather just stand in nature. So so So. this article, I think, is helpful in determining what's going to be best for you. When we're talking again about this one-page financial plan and longer-term goals and investing, and once we've looked at savings and debt payoff, where do we want to put our money? And the question that this article is attempting to answer is, save, invest, pay off debt. How do I approach all of these things? Almost looking at each one like a tent peg, and and Mm -hmm. where do I place them, and how do I hold it all in tension in a way that creates a nice tent and shelter for me. Uh, I have never really gone tent camping, like maybe once and I hated it. Uh, Trailers for me, baby. But still, I think it's a helpful illustration of everyone's tents are going to look different. Some of them are going to look like an RV. But how are you going to hold each of these pieces in tension? So they they ask questions pretty much throughout the whole article, which for... (laughs) someone who's a social worker, that's my favorite. Just ask questions. You don't even have to have all the answers. Just ask all the questions. So the first one that they ask is, well, what kind of debt do you have? If you want to know where should I be putting my money? Am I able to invest? How much can I invest? One of the first questions is going to be, do you have debt and what kind? And again, they highlight not all debt is created equal. We think it's neutral. Like We don't use the terms good debt, bad debt, but there are debts that have higher interest rates on them that we would want to pay off sooner. There are some debts that have low interest rates or no interest rates. And so in that case, we might not need to prioritize them as much. And there could be space in the budget to be able to invest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These plans on on this one-page financial plan, because you want to review it every year, like around every year, maybe less, maybe a little more, but, but you are really focusing on, okay, what's what do I, what are the finances do I need to get me to that five and ten? But what do I really need to be focusing on the next year? So looking at the type of debt you have and seeing, oh, it's going to be much easier for me to buy more freedom if I have less of this debt. And we we categorize anything over seven percent as pretty high interest, and so anything over that really should be prioritized. So this kind of goes into the next one. What's your rate of interest versus rate of return? The reason that we say seven, anything over seven is high is because a diversified portfolio is probably is going to over time with inflation typically return anywhere from seven to 10 percent. If you are all in equities, you're going to see closer to 10 or 12 but if you're diversified in some more conservative securities, then we're looking at 7 to 10. And that's not the best, but that's typically the, the average. And so that's the benchmark we use. Can you do better? Absolutely. Do we talk about how to do that on this show? Not much. Um, <laughs> we're mostly <laughs> talking about how to save money on purchasing freedom and time in the market does that. And so that's why you want to pay attention to your rate of interest versus rate of return. If you have higher interest loans, that severe... I mean, if you're seeing 7% in the market and you've got a 7% car loan, that cancels each other out. So you want to pay off that debt so that you can get more into the market. Um, but if you're seeing, if you refinanced and you're seeing like a two and a half percent mortgage, um, while well, you could get seven percent in the market, then that one's kind of a, a no brainer to. Or if your student loans are at zero percent right now, putting more into the market right now is also a a great decision. 
The next question to consider is, do you have an emergency fund? They just use the term healthy emergency fund. It uh, can, can help you avoid expensive debt. That can help us determine how much we can start investing or continue investing if we've already got some of these basic foundational things done. Of course, what is healthy to one person might look different for another. There's various metrics for what an emergency fund can or should be. Some people will save three months worth of living expenses as an emergency fund. Others, six months worth of living expenses for an emergency fund. Others will save a medical deductible for an emergency fund. So decide what's right for you. Know that your one-page financial plan can include a tiered approach to that of, well, Mm -hmm. here's where it's at now, but here's where I want to get it to be. But that doesn't mean that I can't focus on something else until that becomes maybe the next prioritized goal. But some version of an emergency fund we want to look at. That's a good question to ask ourselves. Yeah. Uh, So the last one on here for me that all that I liked is um, the obviously, are you meeting your employer retirement contribution match? Mm. So that is the first thing that you should be doing always because that is part of your compensation package. You, If you do not take it, you are essentially telling your employer, no, you don't need to pay me what we agreed upon. Uh, so this is something that's just part of your compensation that is, I don't even believe counts as investing when we're looking at it on the the scale of investing, but it is something you should always be getting your employer retirement contribution match at any time. So if you're not doing that, do that. And the last one I want to highlight on here, I love that it's in this article, is the question of how can you best manage financial stress? And again, this is going to look different for all of us. Our capacities are different, but our mental health and financial health are both extremely important and oftentimes do influence and bear weight on one another. So when we're thinking about eliminating debt or saving or investing, we do have to ask ourselves, what's going to be the pathway of peace for us? What is going to Mm -hmm. create uh, the most calm inside of us, the most assurity, clarity, just just what feels peaceable to us mentally, emotionally, relationally. And so that's why I think you see so many people making so many different approaches. There certainly could be some, quote unquote, wrong ways of going about finances, but there's certainly a lot of right ways and they don't all have to look the same, right? For the person who pays off their mortgage early versus the person who chooses not to and just invest, both can be fine. It really has to do with what does financial stress look like for you and how can you you create the most peace in the midst of it. For many people, it does include a lot of things going on autopilot, not needing to think about this on a daily, hourly basis. I think anytime we need to think about something or be consumed by something regularly, it's going to cause stress. So this one-page financial plan can help with that. Finding ways to put our goals on autopilot where it doesn't have to be top of mind, but we have peace of mind in it. This is an incredible question to ask ourselves. Consider Mm -hmm. your own self in this, how you want to move forward again in a way that's going to reduce some of that stress, but still be helpful for you. Yeah. And I'll give you a bit of a teaser from our episode coming next week with Jordan Grummet, where he actually gives a real, he gave me like, I, I was very like mind blown about how do we find out what's causing like us financial stress and not just what we're we're being told is financially stressful, but like, look at your fears about money. Like, what's your biggest fear about money? Validate that and don't give in to the fear, but create your financial plan to err more on the side of serving that fear. So there can be a balance of, of our fears tell us who we are, but when we're healthy, they inform our choices. Mm. When they're unhealthy, they paralyze us. Anytime we can respond rather than ignore, we're going to be better off. Absolutely. You know what? I love to respond to and never ignore. I want to do it all all the time. I'm never fearful about it. The The Bill of the Week. week. 
It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hi, guys. I wanted to call. I had two things I wanted to let you know for um, Bill of the Week. Um, So I just want to start this off. I have life insurance. I bought term life insurance probably like, I don't know, seven years ago. Um, So I've had this accidental plan, a life insurance plan for probably like... 20 years. I'm 37. So, so less than that, but a long, long time. And it was just something that I signed at my bank and I have had $15 removed from my account every month forever. And I've wanted to cancel this for like a really long time because it's such a stupid, but I've never picked up the phone to call because I was just dreading the call. And I was always like, well, I'm not going to be able to find the the number. I don't even know anything about the policy. Anyway, I finally, I've been, I found you guys like a month ago. I've been binging podcasts and I'm like, I should just call because $15 a month is a lot of money. Um, Anyway, it took me 12 minutes. They didn't even fight me on it. They canceled it in two seconds. Again, I have term insurance for myself and my husband. So it was just a waste. And I'm just blown away that it took like no time and that I should, I should have, I just, I'm going to, I'm not a mathematician, but it's a lot of money. Other th- Oh, also I listened to this old podcast about like going out to the state to see if you have any money. And my husband has like $143 as well sitting at the state from that podcast. So also I just have to get something notarized at my bank and we're going to get $142 just for listening to you. Thanks guys. Wow. I am so pleased. If you'd like to send us a commission uh, for that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the one dollar commission, friends podcast, <laughs> pay fifty two cents to send right. us one dollar. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I I love I love it when people get their money and they take it away from people it doesn't belong to. That's great. And the fact that I don't have to take it myself. I'm not Robin Hood. But the fact that I could help you be your own Robin Hood is great. That Jill and I could do that for you. Yes. Take what's rightfully yours. Yes. Yes. We've had so many people respond saying, yeah, I looked up with the state and turns out I had some money sitting there. Yeah, everyone should go. That was from our friend Lisa Rowan from the Money Hacks episode. And everyone should go buy her book Money Hacks as a thank you. Like use everybody who's found money should just take part of their found money to buy Money Hacks by Lisa Rowan. (laughs) That's amazing. She does not pay me to say that. I just love it. And also this canceling of, if I'm understanding correctly, accidental insurance. You still have the term life insurance, but you recognize you didn't need this portion of it. And now that's money back into your account, which is fantastic. And it's so funny. We don't listen to these before. Like, this is the first (laughs) time we've heard that. And we just mentioned how great term life insurance is. So thank you for, for validating that and not embarrassing us as well. (laughs) If you all listening want to submit your bill of the week, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your bill. If it's a double bill, we love those. If it's a person named bill, we love those. If it's found money, we love that too. Whatever it is, just leave it for us. We love it. If you like it, we like it. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. 
And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. And now it's time for the lightning the round. Lightning round. Oh, we went more fun pew, with that. Pew, That's great. Shockings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm having a good time. I'm on that high from that bill of the week. I love it. I'm so pleased. So today we are um, going to share our one year financial goals. Mm-hmm. How's that sound, Jill? It sounds great. You love this. You love it so much. Well, so one of the really cool things about the membership for me personally, because as we all know, we do this podcast and we do our membership for ourselves because it helps us. And I do this (laughs) podcast because I just want to hang out with you more, Jen. Yeah, we are selfish. We we did this as within our membership with our members of creating various goals and holding each other accountable to create these goals. I'm not necessarily like a goal-oriented person. That sounds kind of funny. I'm an achiever, but just kind of whatever's right in front of me, like I'll just work hard at it and achieve it. I'm not necessarily thinking five years down the road, what do I want to do? Anyhow, it has been really helpful to get my brain and body working in this kind of way. I am a calendar year type of goal setter. So this question is hitting at the halfway mark for us in 2022 or in the summer. And so for me, I'm evaluating what I kind of said at the beginning of the year, which for me, my main one-year financial goal, and one of the things that you challenged us with in the membership, Jen, was that that one-year financial goal be something that you can do with money that, and I'm probably butchering it, so, so correct me if I'm wrong, but my recollection is, what can you do that in doing that thing helps to create more money? That's my summary of it. So for me, Eric and I, having bought the house that we live in two years ago, one of the things that I've been wanting to do with it is to create an Airbnb to bring in more money, but I want to cash flow the renovation portion. So this is a 2022 goal for me. Of course, it was a vision that I had when we bought the house, but there was a lot of other things that we had to do. So 2022 was cash flow the Airbnb renovation so that when that's done, it can be a stream of income for us, an additional stream of income. This is the one-year goal. We're halfway through. We have hit many barriers. So there's a part of me, this is very vulnerable to share because I don't know if this goal is going to be accomplished by the end of the year. You can check back in. I don't know, but I think that that's what makes it a goal is it feels like a little bit outside of reach for us. Some, Some barriers that are outside of our control, we have hit mainly with permitting, uh, but that's okay. We will persevere. But my, my, hope is for that to happen. And so far, so far, we're doing well. We are cash flowing it. I just really hope that it doesn't go beyond the year because I'd love to allocate then the money that we had been allocating to renovations into some investments. But slowly but surely, it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. And it has not been for lack of trying. You <laughs> have been trying. Yes. Uh, I, I so dug like a yeah. 20 foot long by three foot deep trench across our entire house. I got real buff in that one day. And now that trench is just decoration. And the trench is still there. Uh, all of the dirt and sand I dug out now has grass growing on it. And <laughs> we are just a despicable neighbor to have right mm-hmm. now. But I'm working on it. If any of my neighbors listen to my podcast. <laughs> it's not her fault. It's the city. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So we also that I mean, so our one year goal last year was to buy an investment property. And we did that. We completed that in May. And now, well, uh, we did a workaround. We moved and then turned our (laughs) old house to an investment property because that's what we had to do. Because we don't have just $400,000 sitting in the bank like other investors do. Uh, So that happened. And so now our one-year goal is to finish the renovations. For for this year, finish renovations on the rental side of our new property because we are turning part of it into an Airbnb or maybe a midterm rental. We'll see. So that is the goal for the rest of 2022 is to finish that. And uh, check back had, in. We got we got high hopes oh my for gosh, December yes. of this year. We'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to share in December what we finished on our renovations. If we are able to rent out oh, the rentals. I have a feeling it'll desire. be tail between my legs coming yeah, at, at you. At least December. we're not doing anything that requires digging or permits or anything. So it is really all on us. I will so I will yeah. say, well, this isn't I know we talk about like focusing on one thing, but this was a very easy thing to do. But I did get Erica Roth IRA for those of you who were wondering that did mm-hmm. happen. And now that's on autopilot. And I had hoped for that to happen in 2022. So one thing's accomplished. <laughs> And Jill did that all on her own. I was not there. She uh-uh. told me about that. Actually, we were on a call with our membership when she told <laughs> she told yeah. everyone. I was like, "What? I did it by uh, myself." Yeah, I'm yeah, learning. An old you... dog can learn new tricks. And I don't know if that's impress- true, but it worked for me. It's impressive because you set up a Roth IRA like maybe once or twice in your life. So like every time. I help somebody set up a Roth IRA. I have forgotten how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I'm not doing this every day. So well, you I kind of want you to check it for me. <laughs> I, I still am like, okay. mm, I, I think I need to bring my computer over and we need to check and make sure that yeah. I actually did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will. I will check for you. Thank you. Um, but yeah. Okay. Renovations. Rentals. Reno- both That's of us. where we're at. That's where we're okay. at. You, you guys keep us accountable. Yeah, they will. You know they will. Yeah. Oh, thank you everyone for listening and for keeping us accountable. We are <laughs> sharing. We, we've put it out there now. So That's chop chop. Bad thing Snip, about snap. having a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's out there. You can't change this. Once Christian edits it, it's there. <laughs> and many of you it's know done. that we have a private community who also keeps us accountable. We got it coming at us at all angles. Uh, we and we do monthly cha- monthly money challenges, which is really fun. Again, accountability groups. So not just accountability for us, but accountability for each other. We, we share the wealth there. And we want to congratulate one of our members for a big win. Christy KW shared with us that she just completed, well, she says, just completed my graduate certificate of advanced studies in educational technology and new literacies. We got some some accomplished people. Yeah. It's 15 credit hours beyond my master's. I was able to cash flow taking one class a semester for the past year and a half and will use what I learned in my current job. It will also help me in my side hustle of online tutoring. And because I make a little more money for every three credit hours of classes I take will increase my final average salary when I retire in six years. Hashtag still got it. Yeah, you do, Christy. Six years away from retirement and still just crushing it, learning, learning new things. That is definitely early retirement, Christy. <laughs> Christy is not. No, you don't No, That's going to be early retirement. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can, that's well, awesome, Christy. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want to check out our monthly challenge community, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash club to see what challenge we have coming up next. Love to see you there. We'll see you next time. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. Jill, how is the permitting going? Um, oh, Jen, it's 
Eric has gone in person multiple times to the permitting office and like gets you different answers. Uh, Eric they does. I've not gone name. with him. I, I feel like I kind of <laughs> want to at this point, just so it can be a family affair. Oh, my gosh. They essentially messed up the permitting. I don't want to go into too many details because, well, we don't have time for it and maybe other reasons. But essentially, they filed the wrong permits and now they have no record of it. Oh, so like my one, goodness. Uh-huh, one part of it uh. is done and paid for. Like we paid $300, $400 350 400 something like that and we're like well but where are these permits and they're like oh we you don't have those we must have filed it under this other permitting thing it's just like there's only so much capacity and emotional energy that we have for this part of the process i will say the actual labor of the renovation seems totally doable i just can't wait till we can pick up a hammer again. Oh, and also Eric did try and do some work that he could do without the permit uh, and sliced his finger with the chop saw. He like finally worked himself up to, hey, I, I could do like these things and that would be fine before inspection. Uh, 10 minutes over in the Airbnb side of the house and slices his finger with the chop saw. Like we were debating, do we need to go to the hospital? We decided not to because you know us. Um, Do as we say, not as we (laughs) do. We super glued it. And it worked. I I ran to the store and got him a finger splint and super glued it. And it's healing up great. So he's all right. Well, glad that he's all right. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Ah. Well... We will. uh, I wish we could hold the city accountable, but I guess we can't do that. But wishing you perseverance and cocktails to survive. (laughs) That's all you need. It's the secret. Mm -hmm. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal paddle and paint while trekking tasting and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind your heart and your body on a river cruise exclusively from avalon waterways save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com avalon is cruising elevated